0: hey y'all welcome back thank you so much for clicking on this episode of pages for my notebook a true to life podcast my name is erica your host and today is the first episode in the february love series now don't get on my neck if the next episode you see and listen to isn't about love or it's not even in the same month okay this is just an idea I had and something that I wanted to do but February first of all Black History Month period I'm black y'all blackity black I'm black period but it's also the month of love and oftentimes a lot of what I think about is love and romance like any (laughs) introverted late bloomer who didn't have the chance to experience it in real life and now as an adult is clueless and wondering how y'all are out here doing what you're doing. Anyway, this first episode is entitled Build a Boyfriend. Like I just said, late bloomers sitting on the sidelines watching everyone else live their life That means I've had time to sit and take notes and watch and listen and come up with my non-negotiables and the things that I want, won't put up with. So in today's episode, I'm going to teach you how to be intentional in manifesting the mate that you want. Your mileage may vary if you can't find a man or partner in a certain amount of time. That's not my fault, okay? I'm just giving you the tools and the keys and it's up to you, the listener, To apply them. Critical thinking has to make sense, right? (laughs) Right? I've kind of, sort of, maybe a little bit put this in practice. We're still in the trial phases. So I cannot say 100% that this works. Although I am confident that it's going in the right direction to prove me correct. But if you want to know how to build and find the man you want, keep on listening. Step number one is how to be intentional in finding the mate you want. So that's not just saying I want a boyfriend, we'll just use that as a general term, but not just saying I want a boyfriend because I'm bored or because Laquanda has one or because all my friends have one or because it seems like that's what I should have at this stage in life. Be intentional. Do nothing without positive, pure intentions. What is the real meaning behind what you want? What is it that you're trying to find? What is it that you're trying to accomplish? And you really have to be honest with yourself. So the first step, be intentional. Ask yourself, why do you really want this partner? Do you really want a partner or do you need a dog? Do you just need a companion? Do you need a friend? Do you need to be a better friend to yourself? What is it that you're looking for that you think romance will solve without taking into account all the work that romance really takes? In asking for a partner or just going out and getting one, you might bring on more stress and strife than you really bargained for because you weren't specific and intentional about what you want. Are you just bored? Do you need to pick up a hobby instead of learning about and trying to cater to a whole entire other human being? You have to be honest with yourself, really look at your life, even if it hurts, even if it's not pretty, and realize what is it about you that you think is missing and ask yourself why you can't find it. In yourself if you're lonely which is a common feeling among single people let me jump ahead a little bit because I think that loneliness isn't really loneliness it's envy and the fear of missing out on what you see other people have and you're like well I don't have a significant other so that means I'm alone which must mean that I'm lonely because I want to have this experience that other people are having but just because you are a single doesn't mean you have to be lonely. You can be single and alone physically, but have your life filled with so many things that make you feel loved and surrounded, like you have friends, etc., etc. Loneliness, which is very valid, you may very well be lonely, but that doesn't mean you have the capacity or need to jump into a romantic relationship. We all know that relationships take work. So if you are just trying to fill this void, within yourself without acknowledging what the real problem is, you'll be making it much worse because not only are you trying to deal with you, you're trying to deal with this other person who might unlock things about you that you realize you need to fix and then the person you chose might not be your person and then that's just a whole nother can of worms because you have (laughs) this complicated other human being with all their thoughts and problems going on And now y'all just looking at each other stupid and stuck in a rut because nobody was intentional and nobody really asked themselves the hard question. So before you walk into the building and try to build your man from scratch, really think about where you are, where you're at and what you really need. Another part to loneliness is the thought that we need another person in this instance, a boyfriend. When you realize that you don't need another person in that way the power comes back into your side onto your court because it is your life after all you are the captain of the ship for the most part you can control how you feel about what happens around you and for the most part what surrounds you and what you do with your time so another part in being intentional and being honest is realizing you don't need a boyfriend you can want one but you will never ever need a man for anything no one Will ever need a man no self-sufficient secure self-loving person needs a man because honestly men don't really be hidden like that so <laughs> but for real you don't need a man having a boyfriend won't improve your life tenfold in ways that you can't once you yourself are whole you can add a person but again that's you wanting them and in addition you don't need them for anything and if you feel like you do well that just tells you how far you need to go in your self-love journey, but that's another episode. But I will say once you find a partner, it is okay to need things from them. But that's only once they are your partner. So if you have a boyfriend, you need communication, you need honesty, you need loyalty, you need your love languages met, whatever it is. It's okay to need things from a person once you agree to be committed in this relationship, but needing that person overall, mm-mm you don't. We can move on to the fact and accept that you want one. It's okay to have wants. We have wants and needs and life can't just be all about the needs because then we'll never have any fun or experience anything. So now that we know you want a boyfriend, which is why you're here at Build a Boyfriend patent pending, (laughs) the, the second step, In the preliminary process there we go is to list and then ask for things in your partner that you yourself have already accomplished there's no point in wanting a man and then getting one who's on a lesser level than you that you need to teach and essentially raise or train to be a better person that can relate to you on some level or that can be there and support you. If you have a college degree, maybe you prefer other people that have been to college because you can relate on some level to that experience. If you are a small business owner, maybe you want someone who is also an entrepreneur that can relate to you. If you have certain accomplishments that make you who you are, it's okay to want to seek out that in other people. That's not to say that those are the only people that you can go for because there are people who don't have college degrees, who are way smarter than people who have three degrees and so on and so forth. But more so in asking for things that you've accomplished, it's going back and looking at who am I as a person? How sound am I in my identity? How much do I love myself? How do I hold myself accountable? If you go out and find a person who hasn't asked themselves these things, who isn't as developed as you, you can find that that brings a lot more layers of difficulty to your relationship. As a quote goes, if you can't love yourself, how can you love somebody else? And then the thing you don't want is for your boyfriend or partner to become a project. Because relationships are not about fixing one person because that becomes you putting all your energy into this other person they come out the other side the best thing popping and then they're out leaving you for the next person to reap the benefits of what you sowed that statement is a little toxic when people like yeah i built them but You know, sometimes it'd be true when you help people, but that's why we have to ask for people who have similar goals and accomplishments and can recognize their own strengths and weaknesses just like you can. That means, and this is so important because when you are aware of yourself and your pluses, which you know you have these things going for you, but also your points of improvement That means that you know how to tell people how to treat you and how to communicate with you. For example, if you know that you're sensitive to criticism, in a relationship you have to be able to express that to a person and say, Hey, if there's something going on, try approaching it from this way so I'm open and receptive to you. If you don't know the things about yourself that other people will find out as a stranger you're setting them up to lose. You're setting them up for a fight if you can't say or recognize yourself in different situations and realize that this is a new person learning you. You know you, you know how to hide your own bullshit from you, but they don't. So they're going to take things completely different ways or exactly as they come across, which exposes how problematic they probably are. When you know yourself, you can recognize how you react to different situations. And that is the most important thing that you have to bring to a relationship and ask for in somebody else that they are able to come to you as their whole self and articulate how they need to be talked to and respected and handled and you can do the same and that leads me into knowing what your deal breakers are things that are absolutely non-negotiable that you won't put up with no matter how cute they are no matter how nice their car is no matter what their job is because at the end of the day remember we don't need this man Never have, never will. We want him, but we don't need him. And the fact of the matter is, there are so many more out there that are willing to respect us and respect ourselves, so why don't we do the same? Let's not be afraid of walking away from things we know aren't right and trying and stop trying to fix them. We can already see they're broken when we picked it up off the shelf, you know what I mean? Let's stop normalizing wasting our time trying to fix another person. Let's stop normalizing trying to rationalize fates that we know don't agree with us because then both people end up wasting their time when they could have been out finding the people that work with them or that don't have their deal breaker trait. We have to respect ourselves enough to demand what we want, how we want to be treated, and what we won't put up with. The third preliminary step before you can enter the Build-A-Boyfriend workshop is To recognize if and when you are really, truly ready to receive what you ask for. If you don't know how to be intentional, if you don't know how to represent and stick up for yourself and present yourself to somebody else, if you don't know what you will and won't stand for, if you're out here asking for somebody, either one, you're gonna get something that's completely the opposite of what you really want because you didn't know, you're gonna get someone trashed and it's gonna waste your time and give you all these bad memories, or two, you're going to miss your opportunity. And not miss an opportunity to get a boyfriend, but miss an opportunity to know yourself better. If you're out here asking for another person, especially a man, a man who can't really do nothing for you really like that? Really? If you're out here asking for somebody else, you're expending precious energy that can be put back into building you up and discovering who you are, let alone how you are as a partner. If you don't know who you are just sitting with yourself as a human, how can you expect to go into a relationship and receive what you want out of it if you can't even tell yourself what yourself wants? Hmm? Think about it, sis. It makes sense. Run it back. Replay this. <laughs> play it again. Write down. Take notes. You will miss your opportunity to know yourself if you're out here asking for somebody else before you do the work. And the universe and God has a way of humbling you. I know this. I've told the story before. When you're out here asking to be included and be a part of things, oh, pick me. Please pick me. Choose me. And you get what you thought you wanted. And it's not at all what you thought. You're like, okay, I want to sit down. It only takes me one time to learn something that i shouldn't do it if i embarrass myself get knocked out once okay okay i got the message i know a lot of people out there are hard-headed and you're gonna be like that sign can't stop me because i can't read and i know people are going to do it anyway but before entering my workshop my build a boyfriend workshop you have to realize are you ready to pass the test. If you are presented with someone who is not right for you, will you be self-aware enough to reject them or will you go on down the road of a relationship with them and come out on the other side bruised, battered, and scraped up because you dealt with a trash dude because you didn't know what your standards were? Let's think about it. Sit with it. It is hard to look at yourself and be like, I want this thing so strongly that it feels like a need, but then also realize that you're not in a place to receive that it is difficult i know i know there's so many things you can do and it's such a wonderful journey to have that relationship with yourself that you desire in another person it's like it hits so much different i can't even like explain it if you know you know i would rather you take more time to love yourself and keep saving those pictures of couples keep looking at people and manifesting what you want because when it's for you and it's your time to have it it will be better than you ever imagined yes it will still take the work but you know the work you've done the work and you will continue to do it because you have the tools to and it'll be worth it so if you have passed these three preliminary steps you can start building your boyfriend keep on listening Welcome to the next phase. You've passed the preliminary steps. Now, welcome to my build a boyfriend workshop. Step number one <laughs> in the real phases. So you're gonna need a pen and paper, a notebook, something to type on, whatever, but you're going to write down the following. First, write down what you want to feel in the relationship. This might seem obvious. I wanna feel loved. I wanna feel wanted. I wanna feel happy. But emotions have this funny way of making you forget what you wanted when you're in the middle of what you have. So we can get caught up in like the honeymoon phase, lovey-dovey things, and let certain things slide that make us feel a type of way. So he buys you flowers, he calls you beautiful, but you don't hear from him for two weeks at a time. But you're in the midst of feeling like, oh my gosh, he thinks I'm so pretty, blah, blah, blah. But then you're realizing you're forgetting that you wrote down that you wanted to feel Like you had an open line of communication. You see what I mean? You can't get too caught up in the moment and the feeling to the point where you forget what you want out of this whole situation. So write down really what you always want to feel. And these aren't just basic emotions that can change, but things that are more permanent. Like you want to feel a sense of security. You want to feel like this person is committed to you. You want to feel as though this person could be tempted with something else and they would stick firm to their values and what they want, which should be you, you know, different things that really show what type of person somebody is, sort of character tests. So you want to feel like the person you're with really is the person that they say they are away from them, how do you want to feel within the relationship, within yourself? Do you want to feel more confident with them? Do you want to feel submissive to them? Which, yikes, but if that's you, (laughs) that's you. Do you want to feel like you could conquer the world with this person? Do you want to feel like you could settle down and have a home with this person? Depending on however long term you feel like the relationship should be and how you approach dating, write down how you want to feel if you were to be with this person for a year maybe or even, you know, if he's just Mr. Right Now. How do you want to feel within these three weeks or so? Whatever y'all are out here doing, (laughs) this is what y'all are out here doing. I want to feel like I have a person that I can grow with. I want to feel like I can share myself with this person. I want to feel like I can incorporate this person into my life and we can do the same. I want to feel like I can still have my own life and they can still have their own life. Even though we're together and we spend time with each other and our lives are sort of melded. So write down what you want to feel, not only in emotions, but in actions as well. The next thing you're going to write down is how he should treat others. If you're looking for a thug, you're looking for a soldier, you're looking for a gangbanger, you might want to write down that he knows how to assert himself and that he can protect you. (laughs) I'm playing, but write down how he should treat others. You want a person that speaks to everyone they come into contact with, with respect, because that is in turn how he's going to speak to you and treat you because you are Even if he says you're the most important thing to him, you're still another person. And so the way he treats you probably won't be that different from the way he treats other people. Do you want him to be respectful, considerate, kind, outgoing, thoughtful? Think about what you want to receive from your partner. If you like receiving gifts, maybe he should be giving. If you like to have your free time, maybe he should be the type to honor that with giving you tickets to your favorite movie at a time you like to go, and you can just go by yourself. You want someone that will respect the boundaries and the accomplishments that we talked about in the preliminary stages. So second of all, write down how he should treat others, which is in turn how he's going to treat you. The third thing we're going to write down is what you want to gain from having a boyfriend. This could seem obvious as well. I want a partner. I want love. I want x y and z but again don't let yourself get caught up in the feelings and emotions that you forget what you're in the situation for so what do you want to gain do you want to gain a husband do you want a long-term partner do you want a best friend do you want a traveling companion do you want someone to watch movies with, what is it that you want to gain from this relationship? These are surface level things. These all can overlap, these things that you're writing down, but what you want to gain could be things more permanent, like a sense of security, a sense of trust, someone you know that will have your back or that you can tell your secrets to or that won't judge you. Think about what you want in a best friend because your boyfriend and your partner should be up there. They should be a person that you like to spend time with, even if you don't have that romantic aspect to your relationship. So write down what you want to gain. And these could be material as well. You know, girl, do what you got to do. Okay. (laughs) Write down what you want to get out of the relationship and go a little bit deeper than the surface. And lastly, for this section, you're going to write down what you want to give. Having a boyfriend shouldn't be all about taking on your part or on his part, if you want to be in a relationship, a lot of people with their end goal is to grow with somebody. And in turn, with that is not just one person taking from the other. So what do you want to give in this relationship? Do you have extra free time? Do you have a lot of passion for something? Do you like to get to know people and listen to people? Do you like being a listening ear? Do you like giving advice? Do you want to just give hugs? Do you want to give physical touch? What do you want to give of yourself to this person? Again, you can ask what you want to gain and reflect that in yourself, what you have to give. But also this is something that you can learn In the relationship because different people make you feel different things. And this also depends on what the other person needs. So if you want to give a lot of affection, but they don't really speak that love language, there might be a disconnect there if you two aren't willing to work on that. But you have to come into the relationship with the spirit of giving because what you give out is what you receive back. So you want to be able to say, I want to give love. I want to give attention. I want to give support. A good place to start is to think about what you give in your favorite relationships with your family or your best friends. So you might cook for people, you might bake for people, you might drive people around, you might do things randomly that just make you think of them. You have to approach having a boyfriend just as a friendship or any other relationship. Your partner should be your friend And I believe the best love does come out of friendship because it's just a bond between two human beings. But on this side, the plus side, you get to kiss each other and do like cute romantic stuff. So think about what you want to give because it's ultimately and hopefully what you'll receive. Within all of the things that we've written down that we want in our boyfriend, the most important that we touched on earlier in the preliminary stages is to know what you deserve. And ultimately, this is just being firm in your standards and not bending or breaking them to the point where you are with this person who is the complete opposite of what you said that you wanted. It is possible for us to realize that what we think our standards are really aren't that great or the best for us or have our best thinking in mind, and that's fine, but if we've done the work that we've been talking about, the self work, knowing who you are, etc., etc you have most likely developed standards that are positive and healthy for you. So be firm in those, don't bend, don't break. If you have someone or speaking to someone that really doesn't fit with you in that way, because if you start bending now, imagine what you're gonna do when you're even more committed to this person who might not ultimately be the right one for you at this moment in time and with this you can be specific so if you want a man that wears deodorant that shouldn't be negotiable if you want a man that brushes his teeth things like hygiene that all humans should do don't bend on those please please sis I beg of you do not let a man with stains on all his clothing tell you anything about yourself just don't do it (laughs) please it's not worth it because as i said men they're not all that you do not need him you want him so why not get all of the things that you want i didn't mention looks on this list because i believe you can find the traits that you want in a person, in someone, in multiple people even, that look nothing alike each other, but if you have a specific type or things that you like, sure, write that down, manifest that, build your boyfriend to be the person that you want, because even though there's multiple people that might not look anything like you pictured, that would be great for you, there's also people that do that would be great for you. So, if you want your bearded king sis um aka me, anyway, <laughs> if you want your skinny guy, if you want whatever you want him to look like, put that out there, put that on there, but don't be completely closed off just completely based on looks. Now that we've built up our standards, we know what we want, what we won't tolerate. You have to start looking in the right places. Now, I believe, well, Let me backtrack because I didn't believe the whole thing. Love will come when you're not looking for a blah, 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 blah. But it sort of kind of maybe happened to me. So I'm not going to say that it completely doesn't work because most of the time it it takes a sweet time. And I mean, sweet time. But in that time, I used it wisely and I knew not to ask when I wasn't ready to receive. And then it came to me. So I'm not going to say I'm not going to tell you that advice because I honestly think it's crap. Even though it happened to be kind of sort of, maybe not really, it did. But (laughs) you have to think about what options are presented to you compared to what you want. If you want a guy that is more serious, maybe Tinder is not the app for you because there are plenty of accounts that post horror stories or just DMs from people. And the general consensus is just not the vibe that you're looking for. Of course, there are exceptions to every rule. but For the most part, sis, it is what it looks like. You're not going to find it. It's not going to be there. So depending on where you live, there's some levels of truth to what I'm saying. If you're out here on the apps, listen to episode six to sort of hear my breakdown on my success and what you find on the different apps. But just remember that the places you look are often indicative of the people that frequent them. So if a certain place has a certain reputation of having a certain type of person, most likely that's the person you're going to find there. So if those people, you know, don't align with what you want, don't look there. Don't be like me and think, well, maybe this time it's different. It's not. It won't be differences. (laughs) It's the same dude in different packaging. This doesn't mean that you give up hope on conventional methods that other people are using. This just means that you play the game smarter and you don't invest so much of your emotion into it. Yeah, you can be on there and look, but also don't forget about real life. Maybe not right now, since we're in an entire pot pie outside, you know, the pancetta, the panoramic. But when you are just going about your life in different areas and doing what you love to do, Those things lead you to different places where you meet people. Maybe if you don't even meet that person physically there, but you have experiences that you then can relate to someone you meet somewhere else and that brings you closer and helps you realize that they might be a person worth selecting as your boyfriend. So just live your life, girl. Don't put too much stock into looking for him because he's going to show up when he shows up, to be honest with you. But there will be many people before... And in between you find him, but it's up to you to pass the test that the universe is going to throw at you because it's going to. It's going to test your resolve, your nerve to see how well you really know yourself. How well did you actually do the work within yourself? So just be ready, girl. But here in Build a Boyfriend, you're going to write it down. You're going to manifest it and you're going to know that you're going to be successful and he's going to come to you. Congratulations, everyone. You've made it to the end of the build a boyfriend workshop. But before you can go out there and build your boyfriend, you have to pass the final test, which is to know what to do once you get him. I know we've put all this work into finding him, building him, but once you have him, girl, you can't fumble the bag. Remember, we wrote down all the things that we want from him, but it's not just about what we want to gain. It's also about what we want to give. So in order to maintain the relationship you have that you gained, you have to give my first and probably main piece of advice is to not be scared of the what ifs. If you're anxious like me, you think, what if everything, what if the world blows up? What if, what if he doesn't like me? What if he doesn't think this? Whatever, what if your brain can come up with can be solved with one simple thing. And that's communication. Just ask him, girl. Just put it out there on the table because you both should know how to communicate to each other in a way that you both will receive openly and understand. Communication is the solution to basically almost every relationship problem that you see like portrayed in movies and TV. And I'm here to tell you, it works in real life too. If you're maybe feeling neglected or alone, the other person doesn't know that and can't fix their behavior if you keep it to yourself or just tell your girlfriend. And speaking of telling your girlfriends, their opinion is not the end-all be-all, and a lot of times it might make things worse, to be honest with you. When you let the outside influence too much about what you're building within you two, that brings about a lot of doubt that then people are afraid to communicate with their partner because it was born and bred outside of that relationship. Now, it is valuable to get outside opinions, especially in the beginning, because Lord knows I was asking everybody everything because it was only my third day out here. I don't really know what's going on. But that just comes with newness of a relationship and not being sure about your footing within that relationship, especially for someone like me, where this is my first time even considering it or having it as a possibility. But if you're afraid to bring things up, then you're never gonna progress forward with that person because you just keep having these surface level conversations or the same issue keeps popping up and you're too afraid to say something. And this could also be vice versa. So you have to be able to communicate and realize that if someone comes to you with a problem, It's not personal in the fact that they're attacking you about it. Now, this depends on their approach, but they shouldn't be attacking you about it. They should be coming to you as a thing because it concerns them because they want to grow with you and have this relationship with you and they want it to be better. So we have to talk through this roadblock to make sure that it isn't or doesn't become the end of you. And let me not knock outside opinions completely because say you're mad about something or you just need to rant like all humans do, it's best to get that done elsewhere and not to your boyfriend or your partner. It may not be the best to do it to your friends either because that's what they're going to remember. If you only come to them with rants and things that are going wrong, they're going to side-eye that Negro every time they see him or you talk about him. (laughs) So be careful with that, but don't lie to yourself. Be able to be honest And once you get the initial feelings out of the way, sit down and think and analyze about the part you play in things too. And other people's opinions may help you see that things aren't just black and white. There's gray areas. There's parts where something that you construed one way really isn't the way it seems, you know, and that could be because you have more of your emotions involved and invested with that situation the best person for this might be a mental health professional, a therapist, etc. But a lot of us just have our friends or families. So do what you can, do what you need to do, write it down, have a journal about it. That helps me when I write things out and I'm able to sit and think about what I'm writing. It's like, okay, it becomes a little more clear. If that's not how it works for you, you can talk to other people. Just be careful not to do it so much, but also not to let their word become the law. The greatest thing To remember is you're in this relationship with your boyfriend with that other person, so the best person to talk about the issues with is them because no one else is in that lived reality that you two are. And if you don't feel comfortable bringing up anything to him, or he's just too unclear, when you do present that conversation, you know what to do. Snip, snip. On to the next three point five billion others. And finally. Remember, it's okay to keep him to yourself. He's your boyfriend. You're committed to each other, no one else. So if you're still in those beforehand dating stages where you're not saying, hey, I'm your boyfriend, I'm your girlfriend, it's okay to keep him to yourself or to the private story. (laughs) It's okay to not parade every single part or stage of your relationship just to show that you have it or you're in one or that you're talking to someone or that you are capable of being loved or admired or in a relationship with someone wow that just kind of hit me um (laughs) but if you're in this for the right reasons you're going to want to protect that and have it grow and be able to trust that other person before you put it out in the spotlight and subject to other people's opinions I'm a firm believer in the term that what other people think of me is none of my business but also when you're out here putting your business out for people to look at You're kind of inviting those opinions to yourself, whether or not they tell you what they are. People are thinking about it and keeping tabs on you, even if you don't know it or think that it's not happening. It is. People are watching and there could be people preying on your downfall (laughs) who want to see you fail and want to try and test your relationship to see if the guy is who he says he is just have something over on you or it could be happening on his side, vice versa. So just be careful. I know it's fun to be in love and post like cute snaps or like have his head cut out of the picture or his face covered up. I think that's a little extra. I'm not going to lie. I did it, but I did it on the private story. So only people that I knew I was going to show him to eventually went through that. You know what I mean? (laughs) You know what I mean? So you can have fun with it, but just remember that you're with each other. That's what matters. Keep the outside out until you know that you're strong enough to handle it. You should be with someone that you want to show off, and they should want to show you off, and it should be a beautiful thing to let the world know about your love or Deep like for this other person. I completely understand the feeling. And if you've both done the work that we've talked about here, you will have an enviable relationship. Not that that should be your goal. Happy will be jealous of you, but you can be those relationship goals. You can be a picture of what you always dreamed of having. And that's because you respect yourself. That's because you know what you want to gain. That's because you know you want to feel. That's because you are intentional about picking who your boyfriend is. Congratulations. You all now officially have all the tools to build your very own boyfriend. Your results may vary. I cannot be held liable for your outcomes of this program. Only you can do that. I'm just here to give you the tools. I'm just here to tell you what I've been out here doing and tell you that it may or may not possibly very much so be working. Love is a beautiful thing. Liking someone is a beautiful thing. It's a part of the human experience and it's okay to acknowledge the want remember, you don't need them. You will never need them, never have, never will. You don't need them now. I know especially in this season of love, just the month of February, honestly, the greeting card industry has really put a number on our brains (laughs) and our self-esteem during this time. If you are a single person, just know that if you want something, you can go out and get it. It's not some impossible goal. That only other people can have. Yes, what we see looks good, but we don't know the work that went into it or lack thereof that really makes these relationships that we think are perfect problematic under the surface and for the people that are living in it. You don't want to be with someone just to be with someone and be put through stress, strife, pain, and struggle just to say that you have someone. That's not what you should want. That's not what anybody should want. It's not what anyone should have to put up with. But I'll get off my soapbox and just say, I feel you. All the people, all my single ladies, thadies, the gays, the girls, everybody that is feeling a little lonely in this season, know that you are worthy of love. You are worthy of attraction and desire and to have a relationship. You are somebody's dream person. You are the person that somebody wishes would fall into their life and make all their dreams come true. You are the person that somebody wants to build a life with. And that's true regardless of what month it is, regardless if you have flowers or chocolates or candies coming to your doorstep or a date to go on. You are the person that somebody is going to love so deeply and purely one day. And I think that's really beautiful. It's easier said than done to think about all these things. But when we look at love as something that's attainable and realistic instead of this lofty and elusive goal, we start to love ourselves. And when we have accomplished that or are working on that, We see how it's possible for other people to love each other. With these steps, these tips, this manifestation guide, you can build your own boyfriend. You can build your own partner. It's possible. I believe in you. It might not happen right away. Take me 21 years, girl. 21 long ones. But it will happen when it's supposed to happen for you. The thing you don't want is to have this person that is meant for you, but you're not ready to receive what they have. And you're not ready to give them what they deserve as well because you aren't sure of yourself as a person. That's the worst thing is to miss out. So take it from me, someone perpetually single, it's better to sit on the sidelines, wait, watch, observe, and realize and be firm in what you want and what you deserve before you go out here on the field and possibly get hurt. Because when you prepare and you train, you come out a winner. Look at me making sports references, guys. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) it's something about the season. I don't know. I just felt it in my spirit. I hope you felt it. So (laughs) I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for clicking on it. And I hope to have you back for more love episodes. Y'all, if you do this and it works, like no matter how far in the future, DM me and let me know, please. I would love to hear it. I would love to see it actually. Or if you've done this before I talked about it, I want to hear the stories. It would make me feel good inside and to have other people know that there are success stories out there. Once again, my name is Erica. I've been your host and I hope to have you listening again soon. Pages from My Notebook, a true to life podcast, is a passion project by yours truly, Erica Barnes. Read episode descriptions and more at pagesfrommynotebookpod.com. Follow the pod on Instagram at pagesfrommynotebookpod and like the pod on Facebook. At facebook.com slash pages for my notebook pod. You can support the pod monthly via Anchor at anchor.fm slash Erica Barnes slash support. I hope to have you listening again soon.